This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Hey friends, I have had a terrible day. <laughs> have you ever had one of those when you're like in the place of so much going on and a lot of important things in front of you, maybe even something that's very, very near to your heart and then you just have this terrible day maybe it's like the day before Christmas, right? <laughs> like you're, you're supposed to be expectant and happy and joyful and hopeful. And instead, like the whole day is like the world against you. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to feel like this when I wake up on Christmas morning. That's exactly where I've been today. I have been working on a major project for um, my crisis response ministry. And then on top of it, having a podcast interviews to record and, and work through today. And then, um, getting ready to go to this conference for three days. And I, I, you know what, I just hit this massive place of all these things against me. My new business cards didn't arrive in time and I paid extra for them to be here by today. And my AC went out. I woke up and it was like, I think it's like 79 degrees inside my house right now and nothing could be fixed. Nothing could easily be fixed. So we have to wait for somebody to come out and work on it. And it just one thing after another, like I, I can't even tell you the multiple things that today have gone wrong. And to add to it, I realize. I'm just severely disappointed about my weekend. I was supposed to have a weekend conference, all women, where I was gone and staying at a hotel for the conference and getting away. It was supposed to be like a retreat. But instead, my husband went away for the past three days. And now in the middle of everything that I have to do, there's so many little parts and pieces that it felt today like everything was falling apart. <laughs> and I'm just sitting and it's just, okay, well, I still have so many things to do for Sterling and Stone and coaching side of my life that I've just got to stop. And I actually had to quit the other massive project I've been working on because I can't work on it for the next three days. I thought I'll, I'll get a bunch of it done today on top of everything else on my plate before I invest myself for three days into this conference. <laughs> I just, I got to the end of the day and I'm sitting here going, I am a mess inside. I am so frustrated by what's in front of me and the problems that keep arising and I, I was like, okay, I feel like crying. I don't want to cry. I don't got time to cry. Um, I, I don't need to. <laughs> and then suddenly, uh, you know, my husband calls, how are you? And you know, that moment somebody says, how are you? And then it's like, 
the floodgates open. You're fine in holding it together until somebody asks you a question or says, gee, you look upset. <laughs> You're like, great, thank you. You just unlocked, you, you had the key to the dam. You just unlocked the door. And now this is really your fault <laughs> that I am bawling my head off. <laughs> so I'm sitting and I'm just thinking, Lord, I am so frustrated. So that frustration is a part of anger. It's like a, it's a manifestation of the emotion of anger. It's they're just attached. Frustration and anger are attached. And the frustration has been so intense all day long with just a snowball of problems and of resistance, hindrances, obstacles, challenges, problems, <laughs> pains, and it has just snowballed. And then I just get these overwhelming moments of anger and I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> I don't want to hurt, I phys- I'm not going to physically hurt somebody, but I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So it's that emotional thing where you're like trying to shove down the emotion because it's not appropriate for that emotion to come out of you right now. But then at the end of the day, I'm like this, this frustration, this anger has been built up in my body all day long. And you know, I, I talk all the time about your emotions need permission to be, don't suppress them. Although sometimes you're just not in a position for your emotions to be released so that you can experience them fully because you're not always, you know, sometimes you're in aisle four of the grocery store. Like now is not the time, right? So what happened was I just got to that boiling point where my husband's, how are you? It's been a hard day, right? (laughs) It just blows up and... I had to get off the phone because I'm like, I can't, I can't keep listening. I can't keep talking. I'm not even in a conversation. All I'm doing is blubbering and crying because all of the built up emotion of the day was finally coming out. And I will tell you that a lot of it, the frustration is not just the frustration about the little things, but it's frustration associated with the disappointment I feel. I've been looking forward to this conference for six months. I've been on the waiting list to sign up for the conference for months. And then finally it opens up and I get it out there. Like I I get signed up and now I'm finally at this point. And instead of being able to be at a hotel, sharing it with a friend that didn't work out for her. So she's not coming. Now I only live 20 minutes away from where it's being held. So I can stay home, but I'd really looked forward to a weekend away. I haven't had a weekend away to focus on myself. It's a women's conference. I wanted, I, listen, I need this and I'm not going to get it. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, this is terribly frustrating and disappointing, but I cried it out. And to be honest, it's not something that happened. I don't, I'm not much of a crier. I probably need to cry more often. I get angry more than I get sad. And tears that I shed are usually from frustration. So I finally got that all out of my system and I took it to the Lord. And I've been taking it to the Lord all day. I've been crying. I've been screaming and (laughs) yelling at Jesus like, help me. (laughs) So I 
just sitting and I hear the Lord say, do it for me. And I'm like, I am trying, Jesus. I am trying to do this, this tackle, this project that is super frustrating. I am trying to tackle it. And he said, you're not, you're not doing it for me. You're doing it for someone else. And I was like, well, I am doing it for someone else because this someone else near and dear to me needs and wants it done ASAP. And now I'm about to be gone for three days and then it's Sunday, so I can't get it ASAP. I've, I have to get as much done today as I can, but the obstacles inside of this project are so intense. I cannot, like it's not, I don't even know what the next step is. I don't even know what to be doing. And I'm like, Lord, I'm, I do this, do all things as unto the Lord, right? And I'm trying. And he said, no, you're not <laughs> You're doing it as unto someone else. And I realized, okay, I am because the bur- the Lord's yoke is easy and his burden is light. And I had put a heavy burden on myself to get something done without really his guidance and without really getting into alignment with what God was saying to do and his peace in doing it. I would look back and I realized that in the middle of all the frustration, I didn't actually stop and ask Holy Spirit to show me how to do the thing that looks impossible as a possibility coach. Like I know it's all figure outable, but it didn't feel like it was a figure outable today. <laughs> it really didn't feel like it. It will feel like that next Monday when I come back to it, but it is not going to feel like that today because when emotions are high, rationale is low. When your emotions are a little bit out of control or just a little bit out of alignment or they're intense, then it's really difficult to have clear thinking. It's really difficult, especially when you're suppressing emotions and just trying to survive. You're just trying to cope, just trying to get through it. It's not until I got on the other side of letting all the frustration build up at go flow through my body and get out and tell my daughter to bring me my box of Kleenex. You know, it wasn't until then that I feel calmer. I feel more peace because there's not this massive trapped energy of emotion in my body. So it's, it's processed through and now I can actually go to the Lord. I heard him like, say, You're, you haven't been doing it for me. You've been doing it for somebody else. And I'm saying, do it as unto the Lord. So now I see on the other side of it, this clearer view of what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it for. And it lessens the amount of anger that I have. And I heard the... I heard the Lord say, the weapons of your warfare are not carnal. And I was like, wait a minute, is this warfare? (laughs) It took all day for me to figure it out. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I am doing a massive project that will impact literally tens of thousands of people (laughs) in the world. And I forgot to ask if I was experiencing warfare. <laughs> I'm sorry. I even even just the stuff I'm doing in coaching, the the calls that I had today, I, I literally didn't see 
the warfare. And it's 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5 says, though we walk in the flesh, right? Like, so we have bodies, we're, we're in the natural realm. We don't war according to the flesh. Because the weapons of our warfare as believers aren't carnal. Carnal is the opposite of spiritual. But they're not carnal, but they're mighty in God for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments and every high thing that is exalting itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. The weapons of my warfare, what's in my arsenal as a believer with the mind of Christ seated in heavenly places, they are not carnal. They're that carnal is the opposite of spiritual. And if they're not carnal, they're spiritual. My weapon is spiritual and my weapon, my spiritual weapon that I go to war with, it is mighty in God and it pulls down strongholds. It casts down all of, casts down all of the arguments, everything that says I am better than God. I am, I know more than God, everything that's against the knowledge of God anything that wants to pull my attention away from him, any of those things, my spiritual warfare and weapons, they are mighty in God to do all of the things I need done. And they're mighty in God for bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And if you've heard my episodes where I talk about the pearl practice, adjusting your paradigm, what you believe, think, and imagine, and what your perspective is, all of that affects your emotions and your emotions inform the action that you take. Your actions create results and your results culminate in an overall legacy. So constant, I was like, I probably just need to stop and pearl this is how we call it. And it's like, okay, this is the emotion. I have frustration and it is making me angry and making me unable to actually do the work that I need to get done. And the results are like just cycles of more frustration and a lack of fruitfulness, right? And so if I keep on with those results, the legacy I'm going to create is not one I want to see. So I take that emotion of frustration and I take it back into the paradigm. Like, what am I thinking about? What am I thinking on? What am I actually having thoughts about? And that, and the belief system that's causing me to feel frustrated. And when I adjusted the thought that this is not right, <laughs> that was my thought. The thought was, this is an injustice. It should not be this hard. Like, I honestly, my thought was, I could have done this better. I could have made it streamlined and simple, but instead it is the way that it is and I can't change it and it's not done the way I would have done it. So it led to this extremely frustrated and angry emotion in my life and my body. And then add to that the warfare that is surrounding the fact that this massive project I'm working on which is the training for our disaster relief organization, Crisis Response International, it, it's impacting. It is a kingdom bringing training in incredible ways. On top of that, tomorrow, the conference I'm going to is the She Speaks Conference. 
And that's with uh, Lisa Turkhurst and Proverbs 31 Ministries. And it's like hundreds of women who are writers and speakers and leaders all gathered together, or those who want to be writers, speakers and leaders. And there is going to be power dropped on the earth over the next three days, right? So on top of that, the people I'm coaching right now are incredible kingdom bringers themselves. So there is a lot of warfare. And I was not paying attention to it. So I want to encourage you to to learn from my lesson. <laughs> learn a lesson from what I'm saying here. Because the word carnal is the opposite of spiritual. And when we act in the flesh, and we act like I should physically be able to do something, I should in the natural be able to overcome this challenge in front of me, then then we're letting our soul and our body dictate the type of fight we we enter, the type of fight we we agree to like give our energy to, right? So in my humanness, in my personhood, I'm trying to fight a battle that because it's warfare, the enemy wants to resist the work that I'm doing right now. And the enemy wants to make me think, it's somebody else's fault, or it's my fault, or whatever. Like, you know, the just the enemy wants to toss lies at you all day long, to make you think that you are trapped, and you can't get out of this. In the reality, he's trapped, and like, his end is already written, right? <laughs> so the reality is that I am set free. And I'm set free by the blood of Jesus. And I have the mind of Christ. I need to put on the whole armor of God. I need to renew my mind. I need to take my thoughts captive, meaning I have to confine them and define them and confine them and challenge them against the word of God. I have to actually go after things through prayer, thanksgiving, praise, and worship. I need to be before the Lord and experience what he is doing and get my eyes off of the natural, the carnal. And So I'm trying to move all of my energy into that space instead of the space that makes me want to cycle through despair and hopelessness and frustration and accusation. So we've got to operate in the spiritual with the spiritual weapons that God has given us. We have spiritual weapons. Each one of us has specific We all have some of the same spiritual weapons that biblically we've been given, like, uh, like second Corinthians 10 is talking about, but then I believe that we all have specific weapons that God has given us the way that we personally are called to war and be kingdom bringers that are in a battle for the, the souls on the earth, right? So praying, worshiping being in the word and like just totally marinating and getting immersed in all of these things. This, this is what's going to get you through when you find yourself in the middle of crazy, in the middle of trial, in the, in the middle of cycles, in the middle of sabotage and betrayal, accusation, trauma, crisis. It's, it's going to the Lord. It's not the idea, it's, it's not this, like, I'm, I'm a believer, life gets easy. Nope. 
I'm a believer, life is still hard. But now that I'm a believer, Jesus is with me. I can find him in the midst of it. When things feel really, really difficult to do, I can do all things as unto the Lord. This is like a whole paradigm shift that when you do something you don't want to do as unto the Lord, then when that's the paradigm you have, the belief system that's backing what you're doing, like what you're thinking, that's going to create different types of emotions. And your those those thoughts and those emotions are going to cause you to take different types, uh, types of action. And it's going to bear better fruit for your results. And I want to encourage you, if you're in the middle, anytime you're in the middle of the crazy and the hard, don't give up. I want you to go after the Lord instead. Instead of going after the person who accused you or betrayed you or hurt you or offended you, instead of going after, um, you know, just working harder or doing more or losing sleep to get it all done, instead of operating in your own flesh from your soul and your body, bless your spirit, the spirit of God within you to rise up and lead your soul and your body, because that's where the power is. The power, the authority of Jesus Christ it is in your spirit that has the ability to rise up and lead the rest of your life. Your spirit is where you have the most powerful weapons that you could possibly ask for. And you probably don't even know, you probably don't even know what you have access to. You probably haven't been practicing it. You're probably not in the habit of picking up the spiritual weapons that are right in front of you if you'll go looking for them. So I know this is like one of my raw vulnerable <laughs> episodes <laughs> because it has just been a really busy season and I'm kind of minute to minute this in this uh this month really and I thought you know I could just not record tomorrow's episode because I'm behind um like not even my episodes aren't even banked up like I'm not I am not caught up in life and I thought you know what that's ridiculous cuz my style is I'm just going to go tell you what I'm in the middle of and where I'm at and see what the Lord wants to do with it for you. Like how can what's going on in my life be used to speak to you, to show you like the real time life process, but also encourage you and say like, here's what the Lord says. And on the other side of it, here's some life hacks. Here's some like spiritual life hacks. Here's some prayer hacks. And then on the other side of it, there's hope, friend. You're going to make it through it. And I'm going to always encourage you, pray, worship, get in the word, experience what you're really in the middle of. Don't suppress it or ignore it or lock it up. Let it have its process. And whatever you're thinking, renew your mind. Ask yourself like, seriously look at the thoughts you're thinking, figure out what you're actually thinking. You think you know what you're thinking until you stop and actually think, what is that thought? And when you see the thought, you go, oh, I didn't know I was thinking that. It's attached to belief systems that you have. It's attached to like your your inner, your root motivations, right? So when you start to really get aware of you, then you can bring you 
up to the foot of the cross and say like, hey, God, could you like refine that, sanctify it, deal with it, um, burn off the, cha- the chaff? Like, how, how can I grow towards you if I bring me to you? Because I'm more aware of what, what I'm thinking and believing and feeling. And I'll just bring it to you, Lord Jesus. And I want to trade in the lies I'm believing for the truth that you want to give me. That's called the great exchange. Jesus, I believe this lie. I want to give it to you. Could you tell me the truth? Like, I want to live from that place. And do what you can to press on and press in and invite the Lord into the process with you. So bless you. I'm so glad that I went ahead and recorded this so that tomorrow, you know, Thursday's episode is still on time. And yeah, I'm, I know I'm throwing myself out there, (laughs) throwing myself under the bus, (laughs) but some of you are going to be like, I feel you. I totally know where you're coming from. Thank you so much. And others are going to be like, that was a weird episode. She just kind of laughed and I think she might've been crying and she was also still frustrated. (laughs) But this is like, this is just me being me. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm not everybody's flavor, right? I think we've talked about that before, but I hope that you have a really wonderful weekend and week, whatever is in front of you when you're listening to this episode. I hope that you remember that God is for you. And because he's for you, Who cares about this dude out there roaming the world, looking to devour people? Like, who cares? Who can be against you if God's for you? Because God is so much bigger than that stupid lion out to eat you. (laughs) Okay. All right. I probably should stop talking because now I'm just probably getting weird. (laughs) All right. So I'll talk to you in the next episode. I hope that you loved this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.